Hi, and welcome to episode 13 of the Pillow Talk podcast. I'm your host, Nancy Anderson Hamilton, better known as Nanny Hammy. Pillow Talk is a chance to reach through the leaderboard and have fun, deep dive interviews with people from the Peloton community. Today's episode is our chat from Clubhouse on June 10th, 2021 with a gal who will always call you on your BS, Danielle Spica, aka underscore living happy. Hope you enjoy. We are talking to someone who you are truly going to enjoy, and I'm so excited to talk to her. This is my first time talking to her in real life, which is crazy because we truly have been following each other for two years, would you say? Yeah, at least. Welcome, Danielle Spicka, Miss Living Happy. Welcome to Pillow Talk. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I am so happy to have you, and I love that we have, like, a little tiny crew listening, but, like, we're having a really intimate conversation, and, like, that's what this is about. Um, So... You are someone that I found organically, I truly think because of the leaderboard and you, we were like back and forth and this was before the hashtags, this was before all the groups. And I just remember being like, this chick is hauling ass. And like, I respect the work so much. And so I remember I found you online and it's just been fascinating the commonalities that we have. Oh, for sure. Anytime I can find like another RDH, even though I'm retired, like I still, those are still my people. So I think I connected to you just on that level automatically. Well, I and I've like... lived vicariously through you for quite some time, <laughs> like sharpening instruments and like things that nobody else probably has any clue what's going on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and I was just like, okay, she has brown hair. We're kind of similarly built. We both are dental hygienists. We both have kids. And I was like, people are going to think we're the same person. Yeah, maybe so. I'd take that (laughs) as a compliment, girlfriend. Well, same. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we'll go ahead and get everything started. We'll follow our regular format where we go deep with your origin story and all the history with you and Peloton. And then we'll do the fun stuff at the end. And my number one question for you tonight is, what are you drinking? Uh, I mean, I thought it was only fitting to take a spindrift to this since you turned me on to it. So grapefruit spindrift. Delicious. I have one right here too. Cheers, babe. <laughs> but I'm also double fisting a lemon LaCroix. So <laughs> I, Fascinating. I, I, I like still balance between the two. I haven't committed like fully to spindrift. I love it. It's almost like my little treat. Like LaCroix is just like my daily. Okay, I'm just gonna have that. But Spindrift is like, ooh, I this I'm treating myself with this, especially the pineapple one. I love that you hadn't had it before. I have I've... never had it. <laughs> had you heard of it at all? I I think, but maybe just because of you. I don't know. Well, I'm happy to um, improve your life. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited about it. It's amazing. All right, so we'll go ahead and dive in with your story, Danielle. Um, first, we're going to talk about your fitness world before you joined Peloton. So give us a little bit of that back history and then tell us how you found Peloton, how long you've been with it, and the whole course of your journey. I want to know it all. Give me the details. Oh, gosh. Th- this could go kind of deep. So um, I feel like I've always been pretty active, but just kind of like casually. Like I've, I've been a runner and I got into CrossFit for a while, but I've always stayed like fairly active through most, at least most of my like college and adult life. 
Um, so probably a few years before I found Peloton, I had gotten really heavy into, um, CrossFit and found a local gym that was five minutes from my house, like built a great community of friendships. And then, and I'm not sure how many people on here kind of know my backstory with, with my hands, my hygiene career. So I guess I have to give a little bit of a backstory on that. Um, quickly, I was a hygienist for 10 years, had really severe hand problems and ended up going through like 11 different hand surgeries over the course of a couple of years. And long story short, nothing really did the trick of what needed to be done. I ultimately have to have like my thumb joints completely replaced, but I'm way too young. So just kind of like a knee replacement, they won't do it until you're of a certain age. So Mm. at, at 30, I was forced to retire from hygiene. And, um, along with that major hit also like had to quit CrossFit. Like I, I couldn't use my hands in that capacity whatsoever, at least for several years, because I was in and out of the operating room and constantly, um, right. You know, recovering from surgeries. So that left me in a pretty dark place. Like I had always relied on fitness as like a, an outlet, um, and, like I just all of a sudden couldn't do anything. I would, I would go running sometimes, but like when you're in a, an arm sling and stuff like that, it, it's, it's not really conducive. So I just, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I just, I couldn't find things that I could do. And it was driving me crazy because not only did I give up a full-time career, so I'm sitting around the house, like just going nuts. Um, and then I also like had to give up all the physical activities that I loved. So that was a pretty dark stage for me. And I honestly don't even know if I had ever heard of Peloton. I for sure had never ridden a spin bike in my life. Um, and we were actually at a wedding and my husband has a friend who does um, triathlons. And he mentioned to me Peloton. He's like, well, have you ever done spinning? Like I have a spin bike at home and he just uses the app actually. I was like, no, I've never, like, I kind of looked at him like, like he was crazy. (laughs) Like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't even ride road bikes. Like he probably thought I was crazy for having no clue, like what this realm was. But um, anyway, I went home. He had like really encouraged me to check it out because he knew how much I was struggling. And I'm a pretty like decisive person when it comes to like, I don't sit on things and think about them for too long. So it was literally like the next day or within the next couple of days, I told my husband, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to go out and buy a Peloton bike because I've never done a spinning class, but I'm going to download the app. And we went to like a used um, store and bought a used spin bike. And I did the app and the used spin bike for, I think, six months. And I freaking fell in love with it. I'm like, how has this been missing from my life for so long? Um, And I primarily rode with Robin for that for that almost six months that I, um, got introduced and it literally like changed my whole world. And, um, six months in my husband surprised me with a Peloton for my birthday. So that's how I got started. Yeah. And then I became like official and then like the real obsession started. (laughs) So when did the bike show up at your house? Do you remember? January 13th and my birthday is the 15th. Oh, that's such perfect timing. Good job. (laughs) Yeah. And so needless to say, I mean, I, I say it all the time. If you follow me on Instagram or social media, you know, like I, I say Peloton has changed my whole life. Like, I don't think I've ever been through a, a darker chapter in life than what that, you know, all the surgeries and recoveries and losing your career and so much of your identity. And then, you know, losing the capacity for movement. Like it was all so much and so sudden, like I truly like just lost my way. And if it weren't for Peloton, I truly don't know how I would have gotten through that. 
I totally so. agree. Like, I can't even imagine dealing with like the waves just crashing like over and over. Like it wasn't just one thing, right? Yeah. It was yeah. your career, which anything in medical that you have to go to medical school for is grueling. And yeah. I can only speak to hygiene school because I did it myself yeah, and for it sure. effing sucks. Okay. Yeah. It's awful. I mean, I only got 10 years out of my career. Like generally you don't go to school for four years, get a bachelor's degree to work for 10 years in a career. And then, you know, with a hygiene, a bachelor's degree in dental hygiene, there's not a whole lot of other opportunities out there, especially when you're physically limited. So yeah, it was just, it was an indescribable chapter of my life. One that I um, am grateful for in, in a sense, just because it, it changed everything about where, where I was at in the direction of my life. Um, but yeah, like I said, if it weren't for Peloton, I have no idea how I would have made it through that. It changed my whole world. And on top of that, you're a mother. So like, not only are yeah. you doing things for yourself, but you're doing things for your family. And yeah. So and my kid and my kids at the time were young. I mean, you know, Ava was, what was this five, six years ago? Yeah. She was like eight. I'm having to like teach my eight year old how to do laundry and, you know, help with her little sister's hair. And I mean, so many things that you just don't think about. It was just a devastating chapter. Yeah. I'm so glad that you, I like, I'm like, I'm so, so glad my heart is just like radiating right now to know like a little bit more of your story. And, yeah. um, okay. So let's go keep going. Thoughts on, tell me how it's gone from there. So, um, I got my bike and I was like, okay, you know, I like Robin is forever going to be my OG, but I started like letting myself branch out. Um, I, you know, I had got kind of gotten to the point mentally where I was moving past like the really dark stuff. And for whatever reason, Robin was just able to like pull me out of that. Like no other instructor was, I think just like calling me out on my bullshit all the time. And, you know, I will never feel sorry for you, but I will ride alongside you and just things that she would say really resonated with me. So she'll forever be my OG. But um, I just started branching out, taking more classes, you know, taking different instructors, um, eventually, you know, started doing the off the bike classes when those became available finally got the tread after watching that, you know, watching people and having FOMO over that for a couple of years, um, finally gotten the tread. Um, and I just tell people when they ask, you know, should I get a Peloton? I'm like, yes, a thousand times. Yes. Like, why have you not already gotten one? Um, and then I think back to the times, like when I had never even heard of it, it's, it's kind of crazy. Like once you're in it, you don't see from the outside, like how people don't get it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, it's life changing. And I tell people that I'm like, you know, physically, yeah, it's a great workout. The best workout I've ever had is, is these Peloton workouts, but mentally you're like, your whole world is going to change. So you've had your bike for, is it three years or a little three bit years. more? Uh, so January was three years. Okay. Awesome. And then, yeah. um, how many rides are you at right now? Um, I think closing in on 1350. I love it. Yeah. Every time I look up, I'm like, there she is again, another milestone. I'm like, I cannot keep up with this check. I'm <laughs> you know, and I actually don't even think my milestones stack up very quickly. A, like once you get the tread, that balance is hard. I'm still trying to work through that. Me too. Um, and then B, you know, I have that kind of weird thing where I like want to maintain a certain average in terms of yeah, like, we'll talk the, about that, Danielle. Don't the worry. times of the ride. <laughs> so I actually like think my milestones come very slowly. I'm like, God, I should have many more rides than this. But you know, at the same time, I, I have a certain goal in terms of that. So I'm good with it. 
Well, I think you're doing a wonderful job. And I want to know the meaning behind your leaderboard name because I know it's changed and I want to know all of that story. Yeah, so it has changed. So when I first got in, I think I changed it a couple of times. Like at first, I think I just put it as like Daniel Spicker or something lame because I had no idea what this what this was. And then when I started writing, hearing all the leaderboard shout outs, I'm like, oh, people like come up with with quirky little names and, and things that matter to them. So um, at that time, and gosh, I it's hard for me to remember what it initially was because it did change. It had something to do with happiness, but like finding my happy or um, creating my happy, something like that. Just, just something to relay the fact that like I was on this journey towards becoming happy again. Um, and then I think like once I got my actual Peloton bike and I had been in it for a while living happy, like that was just it. Like that is my ultimate goal in life after going through so much darkness is just to do everything humanly possible just to truly live happy. And that's, that's where it came from. I love it. It's positive and you can read it you know what it is and i just like ones that are that do make me happy when i see them no one needs yeah. anything to drag you down so i i'm here for it i love it all right so i want to know what has made you the most proud with your peloton journey over these you last know, three years um it's it's kind of funny that you asked that i actually just posted about this i would say my mental shift you know the physical stuff is great and there's a lot of things that i'm really proud of in terms of that but the mental shift and how I am able to like handle difficult situations in life is so vastly different from where it used to be before Peloton came into my life. Um, and I think that is by far the greatest accomplishment I have is just being able to like mentally let everything out on that bike, cry, feel raw emotion. Um, like I don't bury things the way that I used to. Um, and just the ability to deal with things in a healthy way is, is my greatest accomplishment for sure. I think that's so, uh, wonderful, especially because, you know, you're on the bike and you're in these tough moments and you work through that intensity. And I think when you are off the bike and you're challenged with something, you can then draw on those same tools in Absolutely. a different way. So it's like the pathway is created in your brain when you're oh, doing the physical work. And then you yeah. can follow those same pathways because I too have had a few situations where I'm like, I don't react the way that I used to. Oh, to a thousand percent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and it's I, just I, like so I, beautiful. I, for sure. And I face challenges differently. Like I, I don't have the same fear that I used to just about general things in life. Like I just approach difficult things in a much, much different way. Yeah. All right. Tell me a new goal that you're working towards with Peloton. What's coming you know, up? with Peloton, I think, and I, I'm very transparent about this, strength work is my biggest weakness. A lot of it does have to do with my hands. And that's a really great excuse for me to um, talk myself out of doing strength workouts. But when I'm consistent with my strength work, I find that everything else physically falls into place, less injury. Like I just feel stronger on the bike, stronger on the tread and just overall. So staying consistent with strength work. And I, I fall off the wagon with it all of the time. Um, and so that is just a constant goal to be honest. Yeah. Um, I, on, I want you to teach like how to get 
your beautiful derriere with Danielle. Can we um, like hashtag that? <laughs> That's hilarious. You know, I have always been blessed with a big butt, like my whole life. <laughs> um, I used to like, I used to get made fun of for it all the time growing up. And now <sighs> people are always like, oh my gosh, what workouts do you do? I'm like, truly this, I, I don't think that it's the workouts. They definitely help, but I just, yeah, that's just kind of a natural thing. Unfortunately, sorry guys, there's no, there's no secrets. It's just, it just is <laughs> what it is. It's was just trying... there. It always has been. I was really hoping you were I like, mean, I, oh, I, this is the strength training program I do. I I'm mean, like, I do, sign I do me up. strength work, but that butt is pretty all natural. So <laughs> uh, it, it seems, it seems nice until you have to try to shop for jeans. Like, Nothing yeah, the grass fits. is always Everything. greener, right? Oh my gosh, it's the worst. Thank God for leggings. <laughs> Although I have to say Derriere with Danielle is a pretty good... Uh... Oh gosh, that's great. We need to Catchy. write that one down for sure. <laughs> I mean, do your squats, do your squats. It definitely helps. But yeah, I, w- I was kind of blessed in that department. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's talk about... Now that, it's in, now that it's like a trend, but before I was just like the girl with the big butt, so you know, it just comes in waves, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I have an hourglass figure and boys would tease me and call me Tiffany from like Tiffany Thiessen yes. from when she all got all curvy on 90210. And they're like, there's yes. Tiffany. And I was like crying tears because the girl, I know. everyone else I went to school with was stick straight. Stick and, figures. Yeah. And I wanted to be 75 pounds and a stick skin girl, oh, just like them. So yeah. yeah. That no, butt's not you. going anywhere ever. <laughs> <laughs> and would I want that now? No, but you can't. No, right. It's, it's hard when you're 11 and it's hard when you're 14. Yeah. It's, yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Let's move on and talk about the biggest surprise that you've experienced with Peloton. Uh, I mean, I, I think I already touched on that a little bit. I never in my wildest dreams imagined, imagine like the mental shift or just the impact it would have on my overall life and the way that I approach everything. But um, I think the obvious answer is community. Like I had no idea that a community like Peloton existed, to be honest. Uh, I, I mentioned like going to a CrossFit gym, it was very small community, probably 20 people um, per class. And you become friends with those kind of people. Um, but the, the abundant amount of like love and support you get from people through a screen and people that you've never met in life or even talked to for that matter, um, is, is absolutely incredible. I had no idea it existed. Yeah. When you were on the, the spin bike, the little, you know, app system and and I did the same thing too. I did it for a little bit less than you and you did it for about six months. Did you fill the community as well? Not at all. No, really? No, I, I don't even know that I, at that point knew it existed. Like, I think you can high five through the app. Yes. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I was doing it on an iPad, like on this (laughs) little shaky bike. Like I had no idea about any of this. Um, and I don't even know at that time if I was even on Instagram, like Instagram Peloton community is a whole different world. You know, oh, there's Facebook yeah. groups and stuff, but honestly, I, I really try to like steer clear of those. But like the Instagram community on in, the Peloton community on Instagram is heavy and beautiful. It is. And it's only getting bigger. And yeah, um, I love being able to follow along people's journeys, which is Absolutely. why I, I love have it. created this project because I like... love it so, so much. Yes. <laughs> like I see you, but I want to talk to you. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. So we've all had like the worst year ever, right? This last year. God. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and especially you and I, we've dealt with yeah. some very common trauma, which is absolutely again, fascinating. Danielle and I both lost our fathers just within a few months of each other, both yeah. to a heart attack, which again, it's like the, the check boxes of the yeah. things that line up. I'm just like, are you me living I know. in another timeline in Nebraska? Yeah. Um, so first of all, my heart goes out to you in Absolutely every single way, you, girl, every single way. Yeah. Um, but I just want to know a couple of things that you have learned this last year that have, can help you move forward. Um, you know, the pandemic for me was almost like deja vu of some of the things that I felt I went through when I lost my career and just feeling so much isolation. Yeah. Um, and so it kind of brought back like those traumatic feelings. And I actually had a, I think everybody had a, had a difficult time with it. I just was like transported back to like that very negative chapter and then add in losing my dad. Um, my God, this has been for sure the worst year of our lives. Right. Um, yes. What has it taught me? Appreciate everything in life. I mean, God down to toilet paper. I mean, you never, you never know what is going to be gone or how important it is to you until you don't have it. And it can be in a split second. Like none of us saw this pandemic coming and like within a matter of a week, our entire lives were turned upside down. Um, and I think that that just translates to life. Um, it, it could just be gone in an instant. And I felt that when I went through all of that trauma several years ago, I felt that when I lost my dad um, and you just realize what things are important and what things you really just should let go. And that really hold no value and um, deserve zero space in your life. Yeah. No, it's good to focus on what you can control and spend time with the people that you love and want to be around, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other main thing I never realized, like, I, I've always been like a hugger and somebody I, like I come from an Italian family, like we're just very affectionate. I never realized like that I craved human affection so much, like not being able to hug people was one of the worst things that I think I've ever been through, especially not being able to like hug my parents. That is like the most heart wrenching thing I think that you can go through. Yeah. 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 So I know I'm a that... hugger and I missed like just being able to embrace people for sure. It's amazing how something like that gets taken from you and you're like, wait, I didn't realize yeah. that about myself. Yeah, I know. Yeah, absolutely. That was kind of something that surprised me. Well, we have survived all of the heavy stuff, but I love hearing where you came from, where you're going. And I love to watch all the progress that you make. I Thank am you. to a newbie on the tread so we can get faster together. <laughs> yes. And figure out how to balance it. I'm still not there. Now I'm like stuck in the boot camp mode. So I hardly even ever just do regular regular runs. Like I love the boot camp so much and it forces me to build in the strength work that I, that I'm really trying to concentrate on. So it's kind of like the best of both worlds. So that if I'm on the tread, it's usually doing a boot camp. Yeah. It's your two for one. Boom, boom. Yeah, Here. for sure. I love it. That's great. Okay. Well, we'll scoot on over to the more rapid fire fun stuff, but okay. um, there's a few like Peloton questions in here too. So don't worry. We're not done talking okay. about it just yet. <laughs> um, and so you mentioned that you love Robin and there's a couple things I want to talk about with her because I, yes. I appreciate Miss Arzon 
I'm really excited for her to come back. I think yes. we're going to have a whole different Robin, but I also sure. know that like the old one is still there. Um, yep, yep, yep. Do you have an all-time favorite class of hers? Um, it just kind of depends on my mood. Any of her, any of her Tabata classes, like if I'm in a, if I'm in a funk of like feeling bad for myself or just kind of being in that kind of rut, like I need to get on one of her Tabata classes and just have her like call me out on it. Um, otherwise the greatest showman showman ride is one of my all time favorites. And so good. Oh my gosh. The JLo ride with her and Jess, one of my favorites. Um, and the Lizzo ride. Oh gosh, the Lizzo ride. So those those are the ones sticking out to me. But for sure, her Tabata classes, like the hardcore Robin. Gosh, I miss her yelling at people in the studio and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I miss it so much. <laughs> it's so great when she's like, "Excuse me, we're having a class right now. Put the phone oh down or whatever." I love, I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> I miss it. Well, especially because like Christine would just look at them like she was stuck. She's like the teacher that yes. would just like stop talking and just look. But Robin's like, oh, she yes. out. I remember when I when I first started with Peloton, I was like, oh, my gosh, this lady's scary. <laughs> and then I just fell so in love with it. I love it so much. <laughs> OK, we need to talk about the in studio picture that you have next to Robin inside the studio not out front not by the p where everyone lines up you are in the actual spin studio please tell me the story of how that happened because i have never ever seen anyone else with a picture like that so i got I know her. it's insane and it just happened like so organically so i went to i went to new york two summers ago my sister-in-law lives there um and so we we took the kids for a weekend trip to new york and obviously my husband and i rode in studio several times um and duh, I had to ride with Robin. Um, I, you know, I took the front spotlight seat. I had a milestone, the whole thing lined up. Well, I Love guess it. that day she either had meetings or something scheduled, but after class, I remember like my sister-in-law was taking mine and my husband's picture and Robin came up to me and asked, she's like, Hey, I, I'm not going to be able to stop afterwards and take pictures. Would you like to get a picture? And like, just stopped and like took pictures with me right then and there and then left. Like that was it. I, I wait, wait, picture. wait. Okay, so the class was over. The class and she was did over. That? Yes. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, I said a few things to her. Like the whole thing is just kind of a blur. And the next thing I know, I'm like, holy shit! Like I don't think that that's probably a very normal thing. I think she could probably just see like the light in my eyes that I had for her. Like, yeah. You were I glowing. Mean, you were yeah, glowing. Yeah, absolutely. Like probably from the moment she came in. I mean, I think we all have that instructor who we feel like just speaks to us. And I mean, I, I have it on my leaderboard name, like Robin changed my life. I attribute so much to her. I have so much love for her on a deep level and hopefully she could just feel that. And that's, that's how it went. She just came up to me and said she couldn't stay for pictures and asked if I wanted to get a photograph. I was like, sure. <laughs> Like, that is unbelievable. Yeah. Danielle, that is unbelievable. There is <laughs> no way. There is no way that she would do that now. No way. I know. Yeah. It's it's insane. Like when I think about back to it. And then also like anyone who's been in studio realizes like when it, the photograph that you get, it's a very rushed interaction. And it's just kind of like going through, going through the motion, just depending on which instructor you're with. So like to have yeah. just kind of that one-on-one -on -one was so amazing. It's something I'll cherish forever. No, it is like pure gold. I, every time I see it, I'm like, I thought it was before the class. Be, just no, because huh? you look so happy. 
Yeah. Well, also, I mean, not to brag, but I got the number one spot in the class, which like blew my mind. And so there was just so many great things that happened <laughs> that day. <laughs> and I beat my husband. I mean, there was just so many good things. <laughs> what milestone was it? Uh, I think I'll have to rewatch the video. I think it was like 350 or something like that. And then do you know if that class is still available on demand? I believe that is. I'd have to go through like my Instagram highlight reel and see exactly what class it was because it's kind of um I'm it's all a blur. Yeah, yeah. But no. yeah, yeah. I think that it is. I hope so. If you go cause... to my highlights, you can see like the little video part of it. Okay. Or, I'll have to look it up because yeah. um just uh FYI, uh, as people know, Peloton is purging old classes. Yeah. So if if you have an old Shout out. If you have an old milestone, go and screen oh, record it, it now because yeah. and like, and then just save it to you. Like you don't have to post it, but if you want that for posterity or like it, if it's, you know, going to pick you up memory. on a bad day yeah. because my 100, 200 and 250 are gone. Um, oh no. Do you have them recorded? I have, I have the 250, but I don't. Oh. And the only one I really care about is my 100 because it was with Cody and it was during the Christina oh. Aguilera ride, which was oh, like no. amazing. Man, and he, I hate when they purge classes. It's especially because he said, he said, Nanny Hammy, 100 rides. I'm so proud of you, babe. And like, I know oh, he says that to I everyone. It. it doesn't matter. But like in it that moment, matter. oh my yes. gosh, like I lost it, my damn mind. It does matter. Like goosebumps, <laughs> right? Oh. So PSA, record your shout out right yes. now. <laughs> Trust <Record> me. <laughs> yes. Okay. So back to being a hygienist. I know it's been a while since you've done it and been like actually tangibly in a mouth, but I just yes. have to ask hygienist to hygienist, what's your favorite tooth? <laughs> uh, I, you know, I got great satisfaction out of 24, 25. Like <laughs> they were the nastiest, but like the most satisfying to clean 24, 25 for sure. Those are the lower two in the front. And yeah. every, most people have some sort of calculus or tartar buildup back there. Not plaque. It's cal calculus or tartar. It's plaque like the nasty soft. stuff. Um, yeah, I, I agree. It's but a, the it's easy to get off stuff. Like you get your ultrasonic and it just blasts off. I love that. <laughs> I miss it. I miss that satisfaction. <laughs> well, and I always tell people, I'm just like, they're like, I don't understand how, how you can do this job. This is disgusting. And I'm like, listen. <laughs> People always leave looking better than when they came in. Oh, for sure. Yes. I, I miss that part of it, honestly. I and they, and really they leave do. with a smile on their face. They, and they do. And no one wants to be there. But when they leave, they're like, oh, I feel so it good. And it's so like, good. it know. does. It takes some weight off of them, both physically and mentally. Yes. And they talk uh, to you as though you are their therapist. So there's so much that comes out of it. Girl, I almost started a show about that because it's like scary. <laughs> yes. They will tell you everything. Everything. <laughs> If I do in the future, I'm for sure having you on. Yes. <laughs> we the things we know, the things we have been told. Oh God, for sure. Okay, so I gotta get ask you my ice cream question. Describe okay. yourself as a flavor of ice cream, and it can be non-dairy because I know you don't do dairy. You know, God, I miss dairy though. So we're we're for sure not going with like coconut crap. Um, I would say, <laughs> and I thought I thought long and hard about this one. I, and some people have had some good answers that I would for sure want to steal, but I wanted to be original. I would say salted caramel is what I came up with because I think that like on the outside, I'm a really sweet and caring and kind person, but I definitely have like a salty layer <laughs> and <laughs> you don't want to piss me off because like once, once we're on bad terms, it, it, it's, 
it's not, it's not good. So uh, the sweet and the salty mix for sure. Mm -hmm. No, I like that answer. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's very fitting for you. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. So you have a dog boarding business, which I think is awesome. Like what an incredible way to help your community and make money because I have a dog and I go out of town and I need someone to watch my dog. (laughs) Oh my God, girl. We could have a whole different conversation on the kinds of jobs that I found for myself. (laughs) But dog boarding was one of the first a, like I have a huge love for dogs. So it was not only therapy, but an easy way for me. I'm sitting at home with nothing to do. Like I might as well just make money, like letting dogs come to our house. And it blew up. I mean, we're five years in and it is like a full-time business. That's amazing. Especially with all the other things like Rover and things yeah. that exist. Like that's, I think it's so wonderful for you. And I love watching like the girls help out. And oh, I've also yeah. just seeing like the rotation of how many different types of dogs you have. In oh your my house. gosh. It's so so that's my question. I want to know like three breeds that you really enjoy. Um, so Dachshund is our number one because those are like actually the dogs that are ours. When you see all the little Dachshunds, we actually have three of them that are our own dogs. <laughs> I love Dachshunds. I love um, small breed dogs um, are easy, but gosh, give me like a golden retriever. They are just the most lovable dogs in the world. Um, and a third, so Dachshunds, Golden Retrievers, and, ooh, this one's kind of hard. I really love Huskies. They are beautiful dogs. Not the greatest aboard because they shed so much, but they, they, do are, shed, yeah. they are beautiful dogs. Yeah, they're so gorgeous. Yes. Um. All right, so you just got back from a luxurious vacation, which oh, was so beautiful. You went to a, a lovely island. Love um, for Turks and Caicos. Like, put it on your bucket list. It is the <laughs> I was most- like... I was like, are these pictures filtered? And I was like, I oh don't my- think they are. <laughs> that turquoise water, like pictures can't even do it justice. It, it is the most amazing water I think you can ever see. It's beautiful. So for your next vacation where you're going to go somewhere new that you've never been to, where are you going to go? What's on the list? Well, we we are stuck. I think you get to a certain point in life where your kids kind of dictate where you go. And we are in a Disney rut um, just year after year, that's where the kids want to continue going back to. So Disney's on the list. And then after that, my husband and I for sure want to take a solo trip because we haven't for quite some time. Um, and I'm not sure I'll, I'll take recommendations on that. We love being active and like hiking and stuff, but also a place where you can just relax. Um, yeah, so I don't know. We don't, we don't have anything on, on the schedule besides another Disney trip. Okay. I mean, there's plenty of places to go. (laughs) I know. I know. We need to branch out. It's so hard once you find a place you love. Like, you don't want to be disappointed by going other places. (laughs) We definitely love to visit the same places time and time again. It sounds like you need to go to Switzerland. Have you been there? No. Oh, it's it's bananas. Okay. We'll we'll talk. Um, Okay, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Tell me your favorite color to wear. Um, it used to be black, but not anymore. Uh, I have ventured out. I, let me see my favorite color to wear. I'm into like bright workout clothes, but just in my everyday wardrobe, I'm getting really like into olive green, which I never used to wear before, which is kind of weird, but I really love it now. Yeah. That's interesting. I know. It's so interesting. Like I never would have worn that color before. And for some reason I own like five things now that are that color. (laughs) 
very random. <laughs> it's slowly creeping in on you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Tell me a show that you've recently, somewhat recently watched that you would definitely recommend for other people to watch. Gosh, it is, it is so bizarre. I am not a TV watcher. Like I hardly watch any TV. And if we do, like we have a dedicated family like hour and a half block at night. And so we rotate each night. Somebody gets to pick like what show or movie we watch and what game we play. And when it's my night, like I just usually pass. I'm not a huge TV watcher, but my husband and I have watched a few series. Jack Ryan, they're usually like pretty serious series. If people haven't watched Jack Ryan, that's a really great series. Um, and then um, on the total opposite end of the spectrum, I love Working Moms. Like oh, it's so season, funny. It's when so that new stinking funny. Comes out, yeah. Like our our genres are like what we watch are so all over the board. So yeah. very odd. Ozark is another great one. We're we're ready for the last season of that to come out. Oh, cool. I hear that's really good. It um, seems pretty intense. <laughs> it is. It is. My husband is the one who like initially finds these shows and I'm like, no, no. But then once you get into like a couple episodes, it's like, okay, this is what it's going to be. Like, let's just dive in. And then we usually get pretty hooked. So. All right. I have one more question for you, Danielle. Um, this okay. has been so fun to chat. Um, tell me a job that you would be terrible at. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> You know, every time I go to Starbucks and I know that you have a barista, barista knowledge, I would be terrible at that job. I cannot multitask to save my life. So when they are making the drinks and taking the orders at the same time and taking the payment, putting stuff out the window, I, I think that goes probably for any kind of fast food job. I would be awful at it. Absolutely terrible. Well, you wouldn't know until you try, but maybe um... <laughs> <laughs> like I get anxiety just watching them. <laughs> <laughs> like walking to a Starbucks, I'm like, oh my gosh, especially on like a busy Saturday morning. Holy smokes. I don't know how they do it. I'm tipping extra. <laughs> it's basically a dance. It really is. It's, it's actually yes. quite fun. Yeah. It's pretty fun. If you're All a right. multitasker, which I am not. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. All right. Well, if anyone has a question or a comment, go ahead and raise your hand and you can come up to the stage. But in the meantime, Danielle, tell people where they can find you. You know, I'm pretty basic. IG is probably where you're going to see me hanging out the most. And I usually just double post whatever goes on IG, goes on Facebook. I prefer not to hang out um, in that realm very often. Um, so, yeah, just Instagram. And it's under uh, underscore living happy, just like my leaderboard name. Perfect. And you know what? I'm going to bring everyone up. And I totally forgot to touch back on your very unique and interesting um, 45 minute average. So oh. let's talk about that real quick. And then we'll talk to Ariel and Jen. Okay. Um, I think that it, when I first started writing again, I had no idea what any of the Peloton stuff was. I didn't know what milestones were like. I was just in it and I had an abundant amount of time on my hands. And so I would take like all the long classes. Well, I eventually like figured out what milestones were and all of that. And I'm like, you know what? I have done so many things my whole life. Like, how do I want to say this? Like for accolades or like to seek approval from other people, if that makes sense. And so I felt like the milestones for me could be a trap where it's like, okay, I just want to build up as many milestones as I can. Like, it's all about accolades. And I just kind of took a step back and I'm like, no, like when I hit a milestone, I want it to really mean something for me. And I want to, I want to personally know exactly what I put into that. And so, yeah, I just have 
a goal of maintaining a 45 minute average. So every time I hit a milestone, I know exactly the amount of work I put into that. I didn't stack a bunch of classes together just to um, try to seek like, I don't, I don't know if that makes any sense, but no, it does. And I mean, this is always a question that comes up for debate, especially in the OPP, which is just a bunch of like trash talking, but like everyone's (laughs) like, does, does a five minute ride count or does a 10 minute ride count? And like, everyone can do what they want. It doesn't matter, you know? Yeah. And, um, but I think that your system is incredibly admirable to say the least. Thank you. Um, Because I know that you take it really seriously and, and that's why, I wanted to follow you in the beginning because you were hauling ass on the leaderboard. And I was like, I was like, she's putting in the work and making me work. And I respect it. Like I can do nothing, but like sit back here and clap to you because like you're making me a better person and you're making me work harder. And I, that's what I look for in the leaderboard leaderboard for for when I'm writing. I'm all about like, I'm all, I'm all there's some the days I was just like, forget it, Nancy. I'm, I give up. Like, <laughs> Go for it, girl. I'm, I'm back here. I'm just going to hang out and watch. <laughs> I, I just appreciate you as a teammate is what I'm yeah, saying. Absolutely. Um, Same and then you. also to see like how seriously you take it for yourself. It's not yeah. for anyone else. It's yeah, that's for re- you. That's really, yeah. That's really what it's about for me. I it's love like, it. You, you spend a, a good portion of your life, like just seeking approval for everything and, everything that you stand for and everything that you do, at least I did for such a very long time that I want my milestones to be for me and, and for me to know exactly what I'm putting into them. So that's, well, that makes that's nothing but about. sense because yeah. at the end of the day, you're the one who's on the bike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, Ariel, what do you want to talk about with Danielle? Well, Nancy, I think you hit one of the points that I was going to say. It's, it's always a pleasure to see you, Danielle, on the leaderboard. I think Thanks. you, to you, girl. You push me all the time. Um, but I think, too, I was going to say is um, I appreciate your authenticity. Um, you uh, share your emotions. And I think that's been really beautiful to see for someone like me to see that. And, you know, when there's rides that you need to just let it out, I think it's, uh, you know, um, I think I've seen some videos where you just have mascara down. and like, oh, I feel I cry, that, you know. I cry so. on a regular basis <laughs> unapologetically on that bike. And I do try to share and give permission to people to do the same. For yeah, sure. So I appreciate yeah. that. And, um, and just seeing how you pivot in life, you know, whether, um, I love seeing, you know, that your business, uh, you know, the, and, and also just, um, you know, the tread, I think I remember being a big milestone for you because it was like of your past life, but knowing like, yeah. how do I change this now? And how do I continue to, to do it for me? And, yes. uh, I think that was so beautiful too. And I was going to say too, is um, I loved the day that the, the family all got together and you guys did like a portion of rice. Oh yeah. We did the, the family pillow fondo. One it of my, so oh, that fun. was one of the best days ever. I, I just love that. I love that it was a family event and you guys all came together. And oh, yes. I was going to say, it is really beautiful to see you as a family cheer each other on. But I think what's beautiful, Danielle, is that you cheer a lot of us on too. And um, I just wanted to say thank you for just being a, a really beautiful friend on the leaderboard. Um, and that's all I really wanted to say. Thank but you I just so much. Same to you, Ariel. Yeah, this community, there, there's truly nothing like it. And I think if we if we don't cheer for each other and if you don't have the hands on your back, like what's, what's the point of all of it? Like competition is great on a ride, but at the end of the day, like just knowing that you have people behind you that support you every step of the way is, is so powerful. That was really great, Ariel. Yeah. You brought up a lot of things. I 
was going to touch on how much you have shared this with your family and like how one of your daughters just oh my hit gosh. like a, a major milestone is, and Ava it's just amazing. amazing. <laughs> find find yourself a live in accountability buddy. Like she is my favorite writing buddy of all time. And she, <laughs> she pushes me, mom, don't you dare try to skip that Tabata this week. Like she is, she is on me. She pushes me so hard. She's calling so you much. out. I love it so much. Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. Jen, but the one person wanna... in my house who will not write is my husband. Like I can't get him to, to love Peloton at all. I mean, he's maybe done like a handful of rides. He is a CrossFit junkie, like in our dirty, filthy, hot garage all day long. He is insane. <laughs> to each their own. To each yep, their own. To each their own. <laughs> less person that I have to, sh less people I have to share the bike with, right? <laughs> yeah, that's very true. <laughs> all right, let's talk to Jen and see what she wants to talk about. Hi, ladies. Hi, Jen. <laughs> hey, girl. Well, this is just a, a Danielle love fest because I don't have a question. I feel like you put it all on the table, which I love. Um, so it's really just, you know, complimentary for you in that I feel like the authenticity that you show is so just the realness of, of what you portray is who you are. I feel like I know you on a deeper level just because when I watch a story that you post, I'm, I feel like I'm right there with you. And I feel like I've never actually spoken to you until right now. And yeah. I mean, it's still just a weird, like, we're not really talking on the phone, but we kind of are. Um, <laughs> I feel like if I was crying, I could pick up the phone and call you and you'd be like, calm down. What's your problem? You know, like, <laughs> Thank but you, I Jen. just, that, that I just, that really resonates with me because I actually, um, a lot of, you know, if you, if you follow me that the one year anniversary, of my dad's passing was, um, just a few weeks back. And I had moments where I literally like almost got on messenger. And I think Jen, that you were maybe one of the people, Nancy, I know you were for sure. Like that. I almost just voice texted you, like just to let out my feelings. So I feel completely the same. Like I feel like we get to know each other on a much more personal level. Um, and it, it's somebody that you consider a true friend. So I really, yeah. really appreciate that. You we'll can do pick it up next the phone time. and call me anytime you want. I will always be there. To I mean, it, it was, I was, I was, sure. a hot, I was a hot mess express. I mean, but I, I probably just should have gotten it out. <laughs> yeah. I think that that always does help, but I just, I just feel like the, the realness of what you say, and I love how many times you say fuck. It's like, I know. My, I told Nancy when she asked me to be on this, I said, I'm really going to try A, not to cry, and B, not to swear. And I think that I actually did a pretty good job. <laughs> I think you should never try not to cry and not to swear. It's my second favorite F word. And I, I think that it's just beautiful when you just spill it out because it's just so real. And I, and I feel like when I, when I'm on a story, I'm like, oh my gosh, I just totally blasted out all of these, you know, words and people are going to be like, ah, and I'm like, it's fine. Danielle does it all the time. I so know. I, just, I know. I, and I try to use the caption feature and then it posts it all weird. I'm like, sorry guys. Like, you know, you're probably just going to have to listen to me on mute if your kids yes. are in the room. <laughs> No, I just love you. And I think Thank that you're you, just so real. Too. And I and I just appreciate everything that you bring to the table. You make me want to work harder on my bike. You make me just look at myself and go, shut up. Just do it. Stop oh, complaining. Thank and as someone you. who's been through a bunch of surgeries myself, and it's uh, those setbacks are really tough to get it through. Is so, so tough. Yeah. you know, watching you go through those and, and picking up the words of wisdoms that you're dropping, that helps me instrumentally. So just never stop doing that. Please. Thank you so much, Jen. That means so, so much. 
Oh, that's so sweet. And um, it's amazing. Like you think you're helping a, a certain group of people, but then really you're touching so many other people at the same time. Like, it's yeah, just you, you don't realize it. And, you know, I think you can come to social media for so many different things. I, I do truly try to show up just to help people feel like what they're going through is, is a normal, is a normal thing, especially in terms of grief and, and processing trauma and things like that. It, it's a difficult and lonely, lonely place to be. And I think every time we're able to share like the raw emotion of that, that it helps at least one person that that makes it worth like being vulnerable. Absolutely. I remember I did um, one of Just King's, she did the, um, for the Just King experience, she did a challenge for like all the different hashtags. And like the third most popular hashtag was writing through grief. Yeah. And I and I don't have that as one of my hashtags. I didn't even know that that was one I of my didn't hashtags. either until just now. That's but yeah. I was just like, because oh, of course, we all have grief in one way or another. Yeah. And um, to know that other people are using it the same way that you're using it. Like, it's just such a like glowing light for me to yeah, know there's that nothing like, like it, that pain that we can all push through and work through because the only way is through, unfortunately, yeah, um, you have to do the work um, can because it's balanced with gratitude, of course, right? Yes. But it's just... Um, it's a hell of a drug. That's what I say. I say yeah. that grief is a hell of a drug. It, it is. It is. It is something. It, it, it it's indescribable. Like it's not something. I think that you can even like put into words what you go through when you when you have such a such a deep deep loss. But thank God for Peloton, Nancy. You and I have said that so many times. Yeah. No, it's just, it's amazing the life that we get to live and kind of like what you were saying before. And one of the lessons that you've been able to latch onto this last year is that just be grateful for everything. And, you know, every time I leave this, to go to the store, I like want to go and kiss my husband and squeeze him and tell him I love him because you just never know what's going to happen. Know. Like you yeah. never know. And Absolutely. to just be present and enjoy your family and yes. spread love and treat your body well, like you're just going to be a happy person and you're just going to be hashtag living happy on the leaderboard. That le hashtag living happy. Absolutely. <laughs> Danielle, this was so much fun. Thank you this so much for so being much here. Fun. I'm so excited that I got to finally talk to you. Um, I'm, I'm not a phone talker. So to be on like actually talking to somebody this long, that's not my mom is, <laughs> is a rare, rare occasion for me. So I absolutely enjoyed it. <laughs> well, I'm honored to share your story with other people. And I'm so excited to uh, have other people follow along with all the amazing things that you're doing. So keep it up and I'll see you very soon. <laughs> Thank you so much. I love you all. All right. I have a wonderful night, everyone. We'll see you next week on Pillow Talks. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Our Clubhouse chats happen weekly on Thursdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern in the Stay Home, Stay Motivated Club on Clubhouse. If you want to be a part of the conversation, join us live. If you have questions or you want to be a guest on the show, send an email to palotalkshow at gmail.com or send a message on Instagram. See you next week.